Hello and welcome to Rivaled episode 15. We are 15 back. already? 15 already, wow. man. 15. It's awesome. crazy. <laughs> we love this. Um, if this is your first time watching, we appreciate you watching. My name is Jake. I have an awesome co-host named Bo, and he's actually going to give it over to our sponsor. Yeah, so today's sponsor is Connor's Computer Repair. They have the best rates around. They're always there to answer your questions and help you out. So if you're in the Kansas City metro area and you're having some computer troubles, go to connorscomputers.com. I'll put the link in the description, and then he and his team will be able to help you out. And make sure you let them know that Rivaled sent you over there. That is Connor's Computer Repair, uh, connorscomputers.com. And also, uh, subscribe, like, and share with your friends if this is your first time watching. And if you enjoy it, leave a like. I think I already said that. But, oh, okay, great. Row, it's okay. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. All right, so okay. I'm thinking we'll start today's episode talking about – genius also known as kevin cash <laughs> well first off let me say this as much as i had the rays winning the world series i have to give credit to where credit is due the dodgers played a great world series they were the better team i just would have loved to see some tampa love anyway congratulations dodgers you earned it so yeah world series one thing that you mentioned right off the bat was kevin cash Pulling Blake Snell in, what was it, the fifth inning, sixth inning, five and two-thirds, something like that? Yeah, um, seventh, seventh. Was uh, it? Hang on. Let me look at my notes. I, I, thought it was five, I thought it was the sixth inning, but he had five and two-thirds. It was sixth inning with two outs. Yeah, so you're right. Yep. Five, actually, he had one out, five and a third, five and a third. Six okay, inning, you're right. So, with that, he gave up a soft fly ball to Austin Barnes, and he gets pulled. He faced 18 batters, struck out nine, and he gets pulled. If anybody yeah. has seen it, you can see his reaction. He was mad. I mean, the man was dealing. I, yeah. I would be mad, too, if I was Blake Snell. The man's won Cy Young before. He knows how to pitch these guys. I think he said it in an interview himself that it was the third time through the lineup. They have made adjustments to him, but at the same time, as a pitcher, you have to make adjustments, too. You know what you have to throw to get these guys out. and. A stat that I found absolutely crazy was the first three batters was Mookie Betts, Corey Seager, and Justin Turner were 0 for 6 with six strikeouts. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. If you were Kevin Cash, what is your reason to pull him? Right. I don't know. um, You watch John Boy Media, right? I love him. Have you seen his video? explaining why Kevin Cash's decision doesn't make any sense, you know, just based on the eye test, but also analytically doesn't make any sense. Have you seen that yet? I haven't seen that yet. I think it just came out yesterday, but yeah, no, I'll put the link in the description for you guys. Uh, He, it's, it's crazy because the analytics don't make any sense at all. And the Rays, they are very, you know, uh, analytically driven, uh, team and franchise. I mean, heck, they have four outfielders whenever um, Will Smith would come into the plate, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so John Boy Media, he's hilarious, and he's also very smart, too. Um, uh, he explains and gives stats on why this doesn't make any sense. Uh, so, yeah, the, and, yeah, Bla- Blake Snell was dealing. He should have been in the game much longer. I was not a fan of that. But, yeah, like Dude, John Boy said, so he, he was actually at the World Series. I think game game four or five, he, yeah. he was at the World Series. Um, going back okay, to the so Dodgers, me, though. Go for it. 
Cool. Yeah, I just want to read Blake Snell's stats here for the game. He had 70 pitches, right? Five and a third, two hits, nine strikeouts. Nine strikeouts and five and a third. Like, that's, that's wild. That like his uh, his breaking ball was on. Okay, sorry, he had seventy three pitches, but still his breaking ball was on, um, and he was throwing strikes all game. He had geez, forty eight of his seventy three pitches were strikes. Yeah. That is yeah, absolutely wow. insane, dude. Yeah, Love yeah, no, man. he he was having a great ball game, and it's a it's a damn shame that Kevin yeah, Cash decided to take him out. Because um, I mean, to me, that was one of the greatest Game Six performances we've seen in a long time. It reminded me of uh, your Donald Ventura from the Royals. Remember in 2014 when, you know, the Royals were facing elimination and obviously the Royals scored a ton of runs. But, I mean, he threw seven awesome innings. And I was thinking Blake would go eight or nine. I think he could have gone all the way, especially with his pitch counts and how desperate the Dodgers were getting, trying to get hits off of him. So I think this decision will haunt the city of Tampa for a long time. Um, I think other guys, other teams are going to catch up to him and uh, – just on the front office standpoint, guys in the front office are going to leave for better jobs. Um, so I, I think the Rays, I mean, if they were going to win the world championship, it's going to be this year. And I think this will haunt Cash and Snell and all the guys in the lineup, you know, for, for a few years because I just don't see them recovering from it. The biggest, in my opinion, the biggest uh, fill in the blank here is uh, PG related, but uh, blank you is. <laughs> Blake Snell winning Cy Young, American League Cy Young next year. That would That'd be beautiful. Put a sticker. That would put a sticker to Kevin Cash. Be like, see, I, I still have my stuff then. I have my stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. Then. But going back to the Dodgers, man, there's a couple topics that I want to discuss. Uh, first off, is Corey Seager. Congratulations on league uh, postseason MVP and World Series MVP. That man was on fire for the whole series. Yeah. Um, props well done to you. Uh, sorry you had to deal with Rob Manfred and his. But, <laughs> but uh, another another topic I want to talk about is Justin Turner. He got pulled in the eighth inning for a positive COVID test, and was told to isolate from his teammates and from his family. But he was back out there celebrating with the team. In my honest opinion. I think COVID is finally a who cares. You know, everybody is so tired of it. They're past it. You know, there's a 99.9 something survival rate. Like, you just won the World Series, you know? I would do the same thing if I was in his shoes. I would have gone back out there and went with my team, celebrated, you know, pop some champagne, as Cody Bellinger said. Yeah, yeah. I love Cody. He's the best. He's so funny. He just keeps it real. But, yeah, no, I mean – yeah, it's like, you know, he had the positive COVID test and he his team just won the World Series. This is something that he's been working his whole life for. You know, I bet when Turner was a kid, you know, in like, you know, in the second grade, third grade, he was envisioning himself, you know, while he's in the backyard, you know, winning the World Series. So I just don't think, you know, a positive COVID test is going to get him, is going to get in the way of him celebrating that once in a lifetime moment. Because, I mean, you go to the World Series, you know, you win it once. It is very hard to win any championship twice, no matter how long your career is. And he's 30, he's 35 years old, and he's on the last year of his contract with the Dodgers. 
So, I mean, this might be the only realistic chance Justin Turner has to win a world championship. So, I mean, and obviously his teammates wanted him out there. Um, I don't think he would have have, would have gone out there if his teammates weren't fine with it. But I mean, Turner, he's, he's been one of the main faces for the Dodgers the past few years. And, um, you know, I, I get it, but, uh, people, I mean, they're going to, they're going to talk and say how selfish he was, but the same people doing that are the same people that will never even get close to winning to the world series. So they don't have any idea how it feels to grind through all of high school, middle school, college, people telling you, you, you're, you suck or, you know, failures, injuries, and to finally get on top of the world, man, he's got to, he's got to go crazy. Um, question, do you think, okay, first of all, I'll, I'll ask, do you think he should be fined or suspended for his actions? The way I see it is no, the season's over with, you know, Give me a second. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Um, the way I see it is no. Uh, season's over with. What is the fine going to do? Are you going to give him 2K, 3K, something like that? It's going to be some silly fine for not isolating during the last game of the World Series. I think that would be the stupidest thing ever if he did get a fine. Um, but at the same time, you have Rob Manfred at the front, who is king of stupid right now. Worst. Um, <laughs> But, uh, no, I don't think he should get fined. I don't think he should be suspended for a couple games next year. I mean, like I said, it's a 99.9-something survival rate, you know. Um, if everyone was fine with it, I don't see the problem with it. Tell me what you said. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think you should be suspended at all. And, I, I, I mean, I really don't think you should be fined either. But he did break the MLB protocol. So I think he will be fined. But if he gets suspended, though, do you know how stupid that would be? Because then Justin Turner would be suspended for more games, celebrating a world championship than any Astros who cheated to win a world championship. Isn't that unbelievable? If that happens, dude, like, baseball's already dying. And I've been saying, like, baseball is one more scandal or dumb decision from being completely done. Did you see that the, uh, the Redskins game? last uh, or the football team game last week I think they played the Giants that had more views than game six of the World Series really yeah yeah whenever wow. the Reds, yeah it was they had like 12.5 million viewers and then the World Series game six had like 10.2 wow I know so I mean people are sick of it they're sick of Manfred they're sick of all but that's a whole conversation for another day but anyway congratulations to the los angeles dodgers i'm so happy for clayton kershaw got his name on the back of my jersey he's one of the best people in baseball and obviously he's been one of the best pitchers on the planet since he since he was born and i bet it was real cool for him to win it in dallas where he grew up so yeah good job dodgers way to go they'll be in the mix next year too good job i do have another question I'm sticking with the world series real quick for the dodgers to go back to back who do they have to re-sign or who they have to pick up? Honestly, if they just re-signed Corey Seager, I think they're good because they have so much young talent coming up, especially pitching. Um, Gratterall, Dustin May, um, even the cat dude, Tony Gonsolin, uh, he looks good. Julio Urias, man, ever since he came up, he's just been 
he's just got that swagger, you know, and he's, he's been amazing. He's battled injuries and stuff. So yeah, I mean, I think honestly, they just need to bring back Justin Turner and then they'll be fine. What about you? Corey Seager. Oh yeah. Corey, Corey Seager. My bad. Yeah. Corey Seager. Um, In my opinion, I feel like they should cut ties with Max Muncy and Kike Hernandez. Mm -hmm. Go get another outfielder. I feel like if you continue to move Chris Taylor from infield to outfield, one of the two he's going to get hurt. He plays – granted, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. But Kike has kind of shown that other teams might be a little interested in him or because he's durable. He can play infield to outfield. He can hit for power. He can hit for contact. But cut ties with Kike, get an actual first baseman, like with Max Muncy. I could see Muncy – because Muncy came up as a second baseman, didn't he? Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure he did, yeah. So, in my opinion, I could see him going somewhere other than L.A., you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, no, I feel like they should – if they were to re- re-sign someone, I think you hit it on the coffin. Definitely Justin Turner. Like you said, it's just one deal, one year left on the contract. And then Corey Seager. Extend mm-hmm. him if he's – not already, uh, but those two are the best. So, speaking of Julio Arias, he had a three-inning save. That's pretty hard yeah. to do. Yeah, um, two and a third, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. So, with Kenley Jansen not being the vintage Kenley Jansen, could you see them cutting ties with Kenley and having Julio Arias yeah. being the closer? Yeah, they should. I don't know if Arias should be the closer, but I think they should definitely cut ties with Urias – or not Urias, Kenley Jansen. They should definitely cut ties with Kenley just because, yeah. I mean, uh, closers are so weird. Like, their prime is, like, earlier in their career. And then, you know, once they turn 30 or 31, that's when they kind of start to, you know, drop off and drop off hard. Like, look at Craig right. Kimbrell and Bobby Jenks back in the day. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bobby Jenks. Uh, another one, Jonathan Pavelbon. Yeah, Johnny Pap. I remember him. Uh, mm-hmm. Another one you could mention is uh oh stupid Joaquin Soria. Oh, Bye. Leo Nunez um, from Miami. There you go. There you go. Who? Uh, Julius Familia. Yes. Yes. 2015. Alex Met. Gordon broke him. Alex Gordon broke him. Yeah. So how do you have three blown saves in the World Series? How do you like how? <laughs> like how do you have three blown? Like honestly, I feel like I'd blow like two. I, I I feel like I wouldn't blow three, because granted, the manager probably wouldn't even put me in for a third time. But right. anyway, World Series all that matters, time, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. But no. Once again, congratulations to the Los Angeles Dodgers yeah. on winning the World Series on a shortened season with a little asterisk, but it's okay. <laughs> Ring's um, ring, baby. All right. So, moving on, we have a great, great Sunday night football game. Cardinals at Seahawks. Cardinals outlasted the Seahawks 47. 37-34. 37-34 in overtime. I was looking at your stat earlier, uh, your prediction from last week. Mm-hmm. You mind if I go ahead and say it real quick? Yeah, please do. Please. You were, you were right on one of them. 
So you had 50-50 plus on both teams. You didn't get yeah. that one. But you did get a correct uh, overtime win. However, you did pick Seattle. But you got the overtime win. I, I will give that to you. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, no, I knew it was going to be a fun offensive game, and it was. Got a little bit of everything. You know, it's funny. Both quarterbacks were the team's leading rusher for the game. Isn't that wild? Really? Yeah, uh, looking at my sheet here. Uh, Russell Wilson at 84. Dang, six carries, 84 yards? Wow. That's a good average. Uh, Kyler Murray, 14 carries, 67 yards, and a TD. Um, I mean, both quarterbacks, they played really well. Uh, what what got to the Seattle Seahawks, though, was the turnovers. I mean, Russell Wilson had three picks. Um, the Cardinals, they had an interception and then a fumble. So, I mean, they the that was the difference. The Seattle had three turnovers. The Cardinals had two. And in a field goal game in overtime, I mean, that definitely was the difference in the ball game, the turnovers. So, you got to take care of that football. That's something the Dallas Cowboys need to remember. <laughs> But, yeah, no, these stats, dude, are so even. 33 to 31 on first downs. Uh, five for 13 and five for 12 on third down. Eighty, Both, okay, 82 plays for Seattle, 81 for Arizona. That's crazy, dude. Basically all the, uh, Seattle. Seattle had them by about 10 minutes. Okay. Arizona had those penalties. I know we talked about that earlier in the – on the podcast about time of possession wins games. And that's just that's how you beat the, the Chiefs. That's how you yeah, beat that's the going back to the, That's going back to the Raiders and Chiefs game. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what were your thoughts on the uh, Sunday night football awesomeness? Um, the one thing that caught my attention is kind of what you said, man. Russell Wilson had a terrible game when it came to passing the ball. At three interceptions, that is not Russell Wilson how he is. Um, Speaking of him, do you still see him as a front runner for MVP? I do. I do. Um, I think he'll get it together. I mean, keep in mind, the Arizona Cardinals, they have a really good defense as well. They have Buda Baker back there, who I think is really coming on, getting his respect as one of the top safeties in the league. Um, Especially so, yeah. DK Metcalf. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But, yeah, no one um, – uh, yeah, Russell Wilson will still be an MVP. If he has another, like, three-interception game – then he might drop off and we might see uh, Chicken Patty Mahomes go up. But, yeah, what about you? Uh, for MVP or just continue with uh, Game Talk? MVP. MVP. Uh, yeah, I'm going to – I'm kind of in a two-way tie right now. Uh, I like to see Aaron Rodgers still up there too, but I think this is um, Russell Wilson's MVP to lose this year. He's just mm-hmm. playing lights out. You know, he's had one loss. He's just been a baller. But yeah. I got to go with uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, no, same here. Yeah. Okay, so let's play a fun game. This is a first on Rival. This is a fun game. I didn't tell you about it, but I think you're going to have fun. Okay, so our first contestant is Jake. Jake, where are you from, Jake? Uh, originally from Kansas City, living in Houston. Shout out A16, shout out 281. Great, great. Awesome. Well, glad to meet you. Glad that you're here. So, so far in the 2020 NFL season, there are currently five teams that are in the top 10 in points per game. And then they also are then are in the top ten of the least points allowed per game. Can you name those five oh. teams? Oh. Not not in any particular order. No, it's not in order. Yeah, just name them. We'll go with the Bills. Eh. Oh, 
Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Let me do this. I'm just gonna <laughs> list five. Let me see if I get them right. All right. Okay. Packers, Chiefs, Seahawks, Buccaneers, and and uh, give me one more. Give me one more. Um. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Would you like to phone a friend? It's gonna be you, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you got two. You got two. You got Kansas City and Tampa Bay, and uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they're the only undefeated team left. So yep. That's who it was, man. That's who it was. <laughs> the Baltimore I Ravens. Right here. <laughs> yeah, and then Baltimore Ravens, and then the fifth team. I think this was a surprise to me when I saw it. I think it's gonna surprise you too. The Arizona Cardinals. I should have known. You you were talking about Sunday night football. I should have known. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, their defense is for real. Let me pull up my handy handy dandy stat sheet. Um, yeah, no, they're they're ninth. They 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 average about twenty nine points per game. And do do do. I need a stapler. <laughs> and and they and then they give up about about a twenty twenty point four. So yeah, no, they're they're good. They have one of the best differentials in the league. Um, Cardinals. I mean, they're five and two. Cliff Kingsbury's got that progressive football mind. Yeah. Cardinals are looking good. Yeah. So now that we've seen the, you know, the first half almost of the regular season, um, what's your updated Super Bowl pick? Well, I think if I'm, if I'm right, I think I had Dallas in the playoffs. That's a, that's a big fat negative right now. Um, let me write this down just so I can go back and see how off I was. Um, I I got to stick with the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs will make it back to the playoffs and to the Super Bowl. Um, man, the NFC is just – I mean, it's the NFC, man. There's, yeah, uh, there's not many contenders in the NFC. I'm, I'm going to go with Kansas City. In Seattle. Yeah. I'm going to say 28-17. Kansas City wins? Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, I completely agree. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Seattle Seahawks this year are going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, the Chiefs, I mean, they de- they've developed such an awesome run game with uh, Edwards Elaire and then the overrated, infamous, washed-up Le'Veon Bell, who I still haven't gotten the chance to just break his spirit, but I'll do that later. We'll have, we'll have Colin on when that happens. Yes, we need to, because I, I still have my Colin. list of, like, 27 guys that are better than him, and the stats back it up. So what's your game prediction on, on your Super yeah, Bowl so, prediction? Uh, Chiefs are going to win this one. And honestly, dude, I think it's going to be a blowout if the Chiefs and Seahawks play each other because they just don't match up well. The Chiefs have such an OP offense. And the defense for Seattle has been pretty lackluster this year. So, I mean, who's going to cover Hill and Kelsey and Watkins? And who's going to run with Hardman? And who's going to cover Edwards Elaire? I mean, they might be able to get Edwards Elaire because they might have just Bobby Wagner on on them but still I mean I think it's going to be like 42 to 20 if they play each other because okay. the Chiefs that matchup early early season Super Bowl prediction MVP 
Hmm. Well, I, I mean, got, if they I'll, post, I'll, I'm, I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. It's going to be Mahomes, and he's going to have like 450 yards because the Seattle Seahawks could not stop the pass defense to save their life. Okay. I'm actually going to counter that. I'm going to go to the defensive side. Okay. Ooh, Chris Jones. I'm going to say Frank Clark. Oh, okay. Frank Clark, only because I I feel that he's going to – I'm going to say 10 tackles, interception, and a fumble. An interception from the D-line, that'd be sweet. Yeah. That's actually a cool idea. 10 tackles, one interception, one forced fumble. That's my my prediction. And you said Mahomes, you said about 400 yards? Oh, yeah, at least. I think 450. Give me 450, four touchdowns. Or, yeah, 454. I thought I said 40 touchdowns for a bit. That would be incredible. What do you think his passer rating is going to be? How many passes do you think he's going to make? You know what, dude? Get, I'm being bold today. Give him a perfect passer rating, 158.3. No, 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 like completions to – Oh, completions? Probably like like 31 for 36. Okay. All right. That's, that's a early, 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 early. Yeah, not too early. I mean, we, we did we did them before the season even started, so we'll have to go we back did. and check. You know, I had the Raiders and the Cardinals in my playoff picture. You know how many people slid up on my Snapchat story telling me how stupid I was? The Cardinals just beat the Seahawks. Yeah. The Raiders beat Most the definitely. Chiefs. Most Man. definitely. Man. Anyway, I I do want to go back to the Steelers just real quick. Oh, me too, me too. When do you see them losing a game? Well, we have a perfect for us. I have their schedule printed up. Thank, thank you. Rivaled is on some new extra preparedness stuff today. They play the Baltimore Ravens this week Mm -hmm. in Baltimore. Do you think Steelers can get that no. one? Do you think that'll be the first L? No. I think yeah. they'll win. Really? Because then think, after that, Steelers dude, win. If they win that game, dude, then they might go 10-0 because they play Dallas and then Cincinnati, Jacksonville, then Baltimore again on Thanksgiving at home. That's when they'll lose. On Thanksgiving at home? Yeah. That's when they'll lose. Yes. Yes. I'm writing that down. Thank you. Okay. I do think that they're they are gonna actually lose this week though. Oh, you can get tickets online as low as four hundred and forty seven dollars. Wow. That's four hundred and forty some dollars I don't have. <laughs> oh the Cowboys is only one fifty five. I'm gonna go to that. You wanna you wanna fly in? I'll travel to Dallas. Maybe. I'll sleep on it. All right. <laughs> I'm not wearing a Dallas Cowboys gear though. I'm sorry. Oh, I am, dude. I'm going all out. I'm one of those. I'm one of those uh, people there that you, uh, that you that always gets on the jumbotron just because how crazy I am with those games. Uh, you anyway, one yet though, will you? Uh, no, nah. they okay. Very, okay. Yeah, no. The the Steelers. I mean, their schedule is kind of easy, dude. I haven't. I mean, look at their. Thank dude, you. okay. Do you care if I read the schedule? 
to our viewers because okay they played the giants the broncos the texans the eagles the browns the titans which those browns and titans kind of and then baltimore ravens then the cowboys the Bengals, the jaguars ravens the washington football team the bills the Bengals, the colts and then cleveland so their schedule is low-key so easy yeah, <laughs> I'm still saying Thanksgiving they lose at home. Yeah, that'd be insane. At home, that's crazy. <laughs> so I do want to say one thing we have not talked about. This is kind of off topic and kind of leading into our next topic is uh, Khabib. Yeah, congratulations on a 0 yeah. career, and that's his retirement. Um, but I just want to say Conor McGregor. Coming to fight in UFC 257 in Possibly. January? Rumors. Rumors. Yeah, it'd be the first fight in January. And he's fighting Dustin Poirier? Rumors. Alleged. Allegedly. It's not confirmed, Let, but... Let's just say confirmed. Yeah, say I love confirmed. that. I love Conor McGregor. He's the best. As, men, as much as people hate Conor McGregor, not me. I love him, man. Mm-hmm. How do you think he does? Well, I mean, he's he's a fighter. Um, remember when he fought Cowboy Cerrone, and he literally like knocked him out in like like the first round, dude. Like it's the thing about McGregor is that nobody can really match up to him um, except for Khabib. Khabib like, to me, Khabib is the only guy that could beat Prime McGregor, just because I mean his his boxing and his uh, stance and his strength and even his grappling too. He works, he says he works on his grappling the most. Um, I, I, McGregor, he's just so powerful and lean. You know, all those guys are lean, but I mean, you look at McGregor, man, it's just, it's just bones and muscle. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. And, you know, if he fights Dustin, I mean, uh, I, I just don't see it getting past the second round either. And then McGregor's going to be the lightweight champion again. Yeah. Second round? Second round knockout, baby. Okay, first of all, can I say something real quick? Go for it. It's stupid that you have to – okay, so you in order to purchase the UFC fights, like pay-per-view, you have to have ESPN+. Plus. Really? Yeah. At least that's what it was for the last fight. So – I mean, you're already paying like 12 a month for ESPN Plus, and on top of that, you have to pay the $90 to watch a pay-per-view fight. See, that's where I would like Disney to go and, or or and just have people just. I know. You know what? I, w- I usually go to Buffalo Wild Wings. I usually yeah. get Renner too, and we go there, and it's awesome. Buffalo Wild Wings at the spot. Anyway, yeah, yeah how do you see the fight going? If you ever do come into Houston, man, there's a place called Tailgaters that's really cool. Dude. Okay. If McGregor so, fight. Dustin, dude. Maybe. We'll see how much okay. dough. We'll see how much money yeah. I have. For sure. <laughs> um, McGregor Poirier, I feel like it's going to be a a confirmed fight within, what is it, October, soon to be November. It'll be a confirmed fight by by Thanksgiving, for sure. Um, I think I'm going to have to do the same thing. I'm going to say second round TKO by McGregor. He's going to continue holding that bell high. 
Um, I just don't think Poirier is going to have enough to beat McGregor. Um, nah. I, I personally felt like Cowboy Cerrone was going to beat McGregor until McGregor yeah. just caught him wrong. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with McGregor second round TKO. I'm gonna I'm gonna rock with you on your answer. Cool. Is that it? Are we out of time? I, I forgot to keep track. <laughs> uh yeah, I forgot to keep track too. But uh, that was a lot of topics. That was a lot of uh, a lot yeah. of stuff. Tomorrow will be a fresh face Friday. Um, kind of up in the air right now on who who it's gonna be. But uh, look forward to that. We'll talk over some week eight game picks, just kind of some predictions, college football stuff like that. Yeah. As again, we uh, appreciate you guys listening. If this is your first time, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about us. Uh, once again, go check out Connor's Computers uh, in the Casey Metro area. Tell them that Rival sent you. We're here for you. Uh, like, subscribe, share, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat. Oh, not Snapchat. Ha <laughs> ha. Tripping. Um, MySpace. MySpace, LinkedIn, or whatever, man. Yeah. But as a Tinder. I'm Jake. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Know <laughs> that now. But as again, I'm Jake. This is uh, this is Bo. We appreciate you guys listening. Adios.